You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the first On Point with Victor show of 2020. And uh, let, let me get a little bit more of this in there. Now, this just brings chills to me every time I hear it. Um, this is On Point with Victor. I am Victor Arbenderes. And listen, I, I'm playing a little homage to the Army here, to Special Forces, because of what they did the other day, flawlessly, I might add. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit Uh but, uh, but folks, this is, this is 2020. I mean, we are here, believe it or not. So whether you're ready or not, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's a whole nother year. So whatever happened last year that was bad, forget about it. Drop it. Move on. Move on. This is 2020. It's a whole nother year. It's a whole nother life for you to start here in 2020. So, uh, look up, look positive, be positive and move forward. Uh, folks, there can't be a better start to a year. I mean, we're firing on most all cylinders when it comes to the economy, when it comes to foreign policy, when it comes to trade deals, uh, when it comes to just absolutely rocking and rolling to start a new year, we're doing it right now. Uh, and if you're one of those never Trumpers or you're one of those that just can't get off Trump's tweets or the way that he is because he's not an establishment president that you've come to be used to, well, you need to get over it um, because we're talking about what's helping people. We're talking about policies that are actually helping everyone. I don't care where you are on the economic scale. We're talking about policies that are helping people. And you will hear me say it all the time when you can help yourself. And and what I mean by that is when you can take care of yourself, when you can provide a living for yourself, then you can provide a living for your family. When you can provide a living for your family, you can help out a friend. When you can help out a friend, you can help out others. That's the way it works, or at least that's the way it should work. So so look, thrilled to be here, thrilled to be here. This is America's Web Radio, and uh, this is On Point with Victor. Thanks so much for listening. I love it, guys. We ended the year great. We ended the year with an amazing, fast-growing show. Um, I mean, it's just been wonderful, wonderful what, what's happening here at America's Web Radio. And, folks, if, if you haven't gone to the site, go to the site, America's Web Radio. We have amazing, amazing shows uh, that are being produced on this radio station on a daily basis. Uh, this is the next evolution. This is live stream radio. Um, this is not some basement podcast that's being done and put out on the internet. This is a radio station studios, couple of studios strong, uh, in Roswell, well, let's say Sandy Springs, Georgia. And we are, uh, national. We, 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 we get heard all over the country. We get heard internationally. Uh, this is, this is big stuff here. And, and we can't thank you. And I can't thank you enough for, for being part of, of at least my small part here at America's Web Radio, which is on point with Victor. Uh, love, love all you listeners out there. Uh, even the ones who disagree with me. Um, I love it. I can't do this without you guys. Um, so, just again, check out americaswebradio.com and, and check out some of the other shows. In fact, folks, we have a new show starting up this year. In fact, I believe the first show is going to probably be this week, if not right now. Uh, is that is, uh, remembering Desert Storm with General Dix. Folks, if you don't know who General Dix is, look him up. Uh, he's an amazing dude and, uh, he's just an awesome, awesome guy. And, 
they have uh, or he has a show that's going to be here at America's Web Radio called Remembering Desert Storm. So be sure to look for that and tune into that. And like I said, look for the other shows. It's not all politics here, folks. We we talk about veterans. We talk about uh past military operations with shows we talk about uh, disabled veterans and, and all kinds of things along those lines we have an elderly show on how to help elderly we we have a classic car show that's an amazing show we have uh, listeners all the way over across the pond in london england that are loving the classic car show so all right um i want to get into some things today uh you know i'm gonna have to talk about a little bit about um Os- uh, Kwasam Salami, I'm probably not, <laughs> and I am not trying to say this wrong. Uh, it's Soleimani, and uh, I won't even try his first name. Um, but we'll, we, we got to get into that just a little bit. Um, because of what, you know, look, I, 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 as I told you before, I'm Victor, you're, you're humble and host of, of common sense and logic. And that's what we'll do a little bit of today. Um, but I have to have to take a second and congratulate the United States military um, and President Trump. President Trump deserves uh, lots of credit for this. Folks, I don't care if you don't like the guy. I don't care if you're an establishment hack and you want you you miss the long days uh, of an American president being a Democrat or a Republican of the establishment ilk. You miss those days of him kicking the can down the road. You miss those days of them actually trying to solve a problem. Because you don't have that today. We, we have President Donald J. Trump who came from the business world who his only training is there's a problem. Let's identify it. Bring me some solutions and let's solve it. That's the mentality of Trump. Yes, his, maybe his demeanor is different than you're used to. The guy's a New Yorker. The guy pushes back. He fights back. The, the guy, he's just, look, he's not your run-of-the-mill politician because he's never been a politician and we'll get into a little bit of that later uh, in the show but right now let's definitely put some congratulations out to the united states military the special forces uh folks what they pulled off this weekend it was was just absolutely amazing uh i'm sure you've all heard of um this uh, if you haven't heard of Soleimani and who he is and who he was uh look him up a little bit because i want you to look up this guy's history and then I want you to stand in front of me or, or whoever and try to continue to defend him. Uh, just because you don't like Donald Trump doesn't mean the right thing wasn't done. Um, look, I was not a big supporter of uh, Obama's presidency, uh, his policies. But when, when he gave the order, which whether it was reluctant or not, he gave the final order to take out bin Laden. I didn't have a problem with that. I wasn't sitting around going, oh, my gosh, what have we done? I wasn't sitting around going, oh, I wish somebody would have just told Obama to think about tomorrow. Think about what tomorrow is going to bring if he kills poor bin Laden. No, I wasn't thinking any of that. I didn't care if Obama was a Democrat. On the day that Obama took his dirt nap – I'm sorry. On the day that Osama bin Laden took his dirt nap, I didn't care that Barack Obama was a Democrat or an independent or a Republican or whatever else he called his name or identified himself with. I didn't care because bin Laden deserved to take that dirt nap. Bin Laden needed to be taken out. And I don't care where you're on the political dial. When there is someone out, a terrorist out there killing Americans and we take them out, then that's a good thing. And we as as Americans and citizens of this country should stand up and say, hey, good job, job well done. Um, 
And that's basically what happened. So you've got this Soleimani guy who coordinated this attack on the embassy, killed an American contractor. Uh, that's just most recent. Uh, you do your investigation like I want you to do. You know, folks, I could sit here and tell you, I could give you a list of what Soleimani has done. I could give you a list of all the people he's killed. I could give you a list of 600-plus American soldiers, men, women, fathers, mothers, brothers, and sisters who have been killed by Soleimani. But I'm not going to sit here and give you that list because I want you to do a little research on your own. Just look up Soleimani. And see the, what this guy's done. This guy is pure evil. He was walking evil on earth until the other day. And you have a party today right now, folks, that, that are taking up for this just because they cannot dare give Donald Trump a win or kudos or even a mere congratulations. No, they can't do that, folks. Their politics are so, is so important to them and their, their power over you is so important to them that they can't drop the political. You know the saying, it ends at the water's edge? There's no such thing as that in the in politics. What should be happening right now is every politician in Washington, the swamp ought to drop the identifying D, drop the identifying R, and say, President Trump, we may not like you, but you did a good thing. You ridded the, you rid the world of an awful, awful, evil, evil terrorist. But instead, what are we getting? You're getting wall-to-wall news from CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS, NPR, along with the Democrat Party. Wall-to-wall, all you're hearing is, oh, what an awful thing Trump did. What an awful thing the United States did. Uh, this is going to lead to more deaths. This is going to lead to travesty. Folks, travesty is sh- is is sawing someone's head off travesty is blowing the trying to be good here blowing the arms and legs off of women and children of uh, innocent women and children those are tragedies it can't get much worse than that but we're supposed to listen to the democrat party today and the media today tell us that donald trump did an awful thing by taking out Soleimani or giving the order to take about take out Soleimani. We're supposed to feel bad for Soleimani. There are news agencies out over the past few days that have been saying that Soleimani was a educated scholar, that he was this and that. And they're trying to put this man up. But go ahead, do your do your research and see the tr- the awful killings this man was a part of. This man Soleimani was it was sent out to kill his own people in Iran. He was sent out to kill his own people, fellow Muslims, fellow Iranians, women, children, men. He was sent out to kill them because why? They had the audacity to actually participate in a protest against the government. They had the audacity to stand up and try, try to push back against the Ayatollahs in Iran. He went out and and he would kill them. This guy was awful, and and it just irks me to no end that we have a political party right now with the Democrats, the Never Trumpers, and the lamestream media who are actually taking the side of Soleimani, a terrorist, a known terrorist. This guy was a terrorist under Obama's administration. He was a terrorist under Clinton's administration. He was a terrorist before that. This guy's been around and should have been taken out years ago, but now we've got a guy in – who doesn't do the kick the can down the road policy, foreign policy. 
And he's also the only president, let me remind you, the only president in modern history who's, who has not gotten us into a new war. Um, I'm telling you folks, it just – look, I'm, I'm not angry. I'm not mad. I'm just passionate because listening to Democrats over and over and over the past few days try and take up for this terrorist, it's just beyond me. I mean Americans were killed by this guy. Uh, so taking him out was a good thing. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna try to bring my passion down a little bit. And uh, but but folks, really, let's you know let's just just look up a little bit and see what how evil this guy was, uh, and then ask yourself how come politicians in Washington are going to identify more with the letter D instead of come together as Americans. You really really need to ask yourself that question. The swamp. How can never Trumpers, how can Democrats, how can bureaucrats, how can the media all stand because of a political ideology and stand not with the United States people, but they have to stand against the US. They have to stand against the U.S. because they have to be against Donald Trump. It's awful, folks. It's awful. Okay, look, we're going to go to our first break here, and when we get back, I'm going to we're going to get into a little bit more common sense and logic. So you hang on tight. This is America's Web Radio. You're listening to On Point with Victor. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Good morning. My name is Mike Mizell. I'm a retired Army colonel and president of the Johns Creek Veterans Association. We meet in Newtown Park, and part of one of our projects is the installation of the Healing Wall, the half-scale model of the Vietnam Wall that traveled the United States. Well, it's coming to rest, and it's going to live in Johns Creek forever, the half-scale model. We're looking at a possibly a March implementation ribbon-cutting ceremony, and we're looking for donors and sponsors that want to help us in this great project. You can donate at jcvets.org. to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, folks. Welcome back. This is On Point with Victor. And uh, let's get into, uh, well, first of all, let me let me do this. Uh, 
let me just kind of put this into a little bit of perspective of how awesome our military is and why people like Soleimani and the, the guy after him who won't show his head, and I don't blame him, won't, doesn't want to show his face, uh, because they're terrified of us right now, folks. We are once again reaching the status where terrorists and, and these ter- tyrant regimes are fearing the strength and the power of the United States, and that's the way it should be. You know, we're, we're no bully. You know, all this crap you hear in the media, give me a break. Um, there's nothing more truth, and no, no, no time has ever been where it's more needed to have peace through strength. And right now we actually have a policy of peace through strength. And you have to show these despots across the world, these tyrants across the world, these terrorists out there and across the world, you have to show them the power that we can might if you make us. We basically have a policy of, look, don't make me do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to have to do this. We, the people of the United States, are peaceful and we'll help anyone. But if you push us, you hit us, we're going to hit you back and we're going to hit you time 10 times as strong, 20 times as strong, 30 times as strong. That needs to be understood across the world. So basically, like I said, it's the policy of don't make me do this. Don't make me use the power that you know we can yield uh, because we have a commander in chief who will do it. And, and that is the key here. And what I mean by that is you take Soleimani, for instance. Soleimani was, was, was doing these things, folks, under the Obama administration. He was doing these things under the Clinton administration. These things were being done long before Trump came along. And what you really could understand, need to understand is, is let's just take the previous administration. Uh, Soleimani was out there killing Americans. He was killing his own people. He, he was doing these terrorist acts under the Obama administrations and, and under the Obama administration. And what happened? The Obama administration basically turned a blind eye because they didn't want to rock the boat because they wanted a deal so bad with Iran. Uh, they wanted a deal so bad that they made a bad deal. You have an administration, the previous administration, that instead of taking action – and helping the people of Iran, the people of Iran who don't want to live under this thumb of, of the dictate, the killings of this dictator or this general who was doing the, the work of the dictators, the work of the Ayatollahs, the people who had to live by the evil hand of this, of this general, Soleimani. Um, Obama didn't take action. They did the administration. The Obama administration didn't take action against that. What did they do? They turned a blind eye and they dropped a hundred plus billion dollars on the Iranian runway and said, here, here, take this money. We, we, you can say death to America. You can go out and kill some Americans. You can go out and kill some of the military, some of our soldiers. Uh, but, but, but we're going to give you this money because, see, we really are good people. That was basically the Obama policy. And then not only are we good people, we're going to give you 100 plus billion dollars so that you could fund Hamas and, and you could fund and all the other terrorist organizations you want to fund. Um, we're also going to stand by and allow you to just go ahead with the, your nuclear production. Uh, you just go ahead. Um, we're going to tell the American citizen that, we're, that we've made this deal where we're going to have checks and balances. But if they really read the deal, they could see that whenever we request to do a review of your nuclear sites – uh, you can postpone it for 60, 90 or more days before we – I mean 
it's just it's ridiculous, folks, to even call that a deal. I mean, it was it was nothing but capitulation what the previous administration did. Uh, but let me tell you a little bit what our military did, folks. It was almost as if they came in. The intelligence came in and briefed Trump and said, "Look, this really bad guy. This is we've got his schedule. We know what he's going to where he's going to be. We know what he's going to do. We 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 know everything he's going to do for the next twenty four forty eight hours." And if there was a time to take him out, it's going to be now. And it's as if Trump looked at them and said, you know, you want to watch me get the Democrats and lamestream media to defend a known terrorist, to defend an American soldier killing machine? You want to watch me get the Democrats to defend that? Basically, I could see Trump going, hey, guys, you want to see me? You want to bet that I can get the Democrats to defend a known terrorist? A, to defend a known killer of American soldiers, and they probably looked at him and went, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, "And then I could just see him go here, hold my McDonald's burger for a second, and then he gave the order for our awesome military to take out this evil, evil person in Soleimani, because what our military did, this guy Soleimani basically landed on the tarmac in Baghdad. He landed at the Baghdad airport in Iraq, got out, got into an SUV." We had the we had special forces on the ground at that airport, and they guided a pinpoint missile. And I I would love to see the size of this missile, but it came down and went into the window of the SUV and bam, right into the face of Soleimani. So I'm not sure where it was shot from, but I'm we had this. Our men and women in the military need so much praise right now. Uh, on the ground and with special forces, in the air with an AWACS, in the air with an Apache helicopter, all these things coming together, and then the firing of this missile, and then this missile being guided to the Baghdad airport, not to just hit randomly. It went into the window of the SUV holding this awful terrorist, and then kaboom took out this terrorist and his number one guy with him. That's pretty amazing, folks. That's that's just that's just awesome. So, okay, uh, let's move on a little bit. I, I, want, I do want you to let that sink in because imagine if you were a terrorist or a despot. Imagine if you're Kim Jong-il over there going, oh, my bad, President Trump. Uh, I'm not going to fire any missiles. I mean, I don't care what the media tells you. I don't care what the Democrats tell you. If you are a despot or a terrorist on some part of the world, you are taking note to what our military just did. And there is nothing more powerful than that message. Because like I said before, we want every terrorist and despot to worry. We want them to fear the might and the power of the United States. We want them to fear that we will actually give the order to take your dumb little despot terrorist killing or wishful killing whatever you are they will take you out no matter who you are no matter where you are um, and no matter how hidden you think you might be but if you've got thoughts on killing American soldiers or American citizen you're going to be dealt with and you're going to be dealt with swiftly because that's what's happening right now and it should happen. And so I can promise you that people like Kim Jong-il and the Ayatollahs in Iran and, and the <laughs> Taliban and, and whatever's left of ISIS and whatever's left of Al-Qaeda, I can promise you 
they are taking note to what we just pulled off the other day. Because the media is not going to tell you this. The media is not going to tell you how awesome we are. They're just not. They're too busy telling you what a great man Soleimani was. They're too busy telling you uh, what a scholar Soleimani was. Uh, never mind that he kills women and children. Never mind that he killed hundreds of American soldiers. You know, we won't talk about that. Uh, but okay, all right, let's move on. So let that sink in. Let that sink in. But um, right now, uh, let's have a little fun. Let, let's um, let's do a little uh, pointing out the obvious, I, I should say. Um you know, pointing out things that, that rational-minded, common-sense-using, logic-thinking people should see with ease. And most of you out there, uh, you are. You're, you're rational-minded people. You, you can see things, and you use common sense, and you use logic. Uh, but unfortunately, there's a lot of people letting themselves be manipulated by the Washington swamp, Washington politicians, whether they're uh, socialist Democrats, whether they're uh, – Establishment Republicans or they're never Trumpers. You're just you're, there's too many people letting themselves be manipulated by that. And when you let yourself be manipulated by so many in Washington that of that ilk, then you stop becoming an independent thinker. You stop becoming um, an individual because you, you won't let go of the letter D or the letter R, and you won't make a decision for yourself. Um, I don't care if you're the biggest Democrat supporter out there right now. If you can't stand up and be proud that we took out a terrorist, then there's something wrong with the way you're thinking. And, and, and maybe just reassess, maybe just sit down and do a little meditation and, and think about, is the letter D that important to you that you're willing to let American soldiers get killed? Or you're willing for women and children and Muslims in Iran to be killed by someone like this terrorist, Soleimani? Because you want to be married to the letter D or you want to be a never Trumper or you're, you know, whatever you're identifying yourself as. Just get back your individuality. Get back your independent mind to thinking. You know, there's nothing more funny than watching a today's Democrat supporter tell me that they're independent or that they're independent minded or they make up their own mind. It's just ridiculous because when you're spouting off talking point after talking point after talking point uh, from the Democrat Socialist Party and Trump can do no right. And he's the evil, bad orange man. Uh, then you're not thinking for yourself. Uh, when a known terrorist gets killed, and you're taking up for him, you're not an independent thinker. Uh, so, folks, what I'm getting at is when you let your emotions run wild, and you base your support or your anger towards a letter, a freaking letter of the alphabet, uh, then you're giving all of your power. Look, folks, if you're a citizen of the United States, you have the greatest power on the planet because the power of the American voter to change leadership in Washington because we are the free world. We are the beacon of freedom. Um, we are the greatest nation on the country. We're the most powerful. I don't care what anybody tells you. We are when we want to be, I guess. I should put it that way, depending on who's leading, who's leading the day in Washington. But – you, you, you as a voter are the most, you've got some of the most greatest power on the planet. You really, really do. Uh, so when you give up that power because you're married to the letter D or the letter R, uh, because you, you just can't break yourself from, from the power of the, that the Democrats want or the power that the establishment Republican wants or the never Trumper. 
or to the career Washington swamp, the bureaucrat. Uh, you're, if you're not willing to take part in cleaning up the swamp, you just want to let it go and go and go, well, then you're giving up your power. Let me give you the best example or one of the best examples I think I can give you. Take the inner some of these inner cities. Take Detroit. Take Baltimore. Uh, look at parts of L.A. Look at San Francisco in some parts. Um, look at New Orleans. Uh, look at these cities that have been run by the Democrat Party for 40 years, 30, 40, 50 plus years. No Republican in sight. They've been run by the same party, but yet you'll stand there and keep voting for them thinking that something's going to change. Then you're not being an individual and you're not utilizing the power of your vote. You're not using the power that you have as a citizen because you keep voting for a letter instead of a person. Folks, think about that for a minute. Think about that. Um, we're going to go to a break, and I want you to just think, 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 think about about the power you have as a voter or the power you would have if you would start looking at individual politicians instead of the letter that is by their name. Think about that, folks. We shall return. This is On Point with Victor, America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Want to give your family or loved one the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it and you'll love having one in your shower. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. Welcome back. Welcome to On Point with Victor. This is America's Web Radio, and I am Victor Armendariz. Okay, let's... uh. Let's move on to a little, a little, uh, I, I guess just let me bring your attention to something. And, and I want you to, to really, really, really lean in close. Uh, I want you to turn up the volume on whatever device you're listening to and, and just let's get close for a minute. Let's, let's do a little fireside chat here, so to speak. Um, because I really want to drive this point home about when we're talking about the power you have as a voter, and when we talk about uh, getting stuck on an identity, and by that I mean getting stuck on the letter D or the letter R or uh, you know whatever identity politics you put yourself with, um, you're just you're just losing power that you have, and you're willing for, willingly giving it away, and you're doing it at your to your own detriment. Um, so so let's let me let me get into this. So, so pull in and think and, and listen really really closely. So for the past couple of 
days or so, and and really it's been more than that. But especially especially over the the weekend and and the past few days, um, whether it be the Middle East uh, or our our own spending problem here in uh, up in Washington, um, our debt problem, the education problem. Uh, you name it, no matter what the problem is, whether it's uh, outside the boundaries of the United States or within this country, no matter what the problem is, everything that's happening today, if you listen to uh, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS, NPR, PBS, you listen to all those in the lamestream media, and, they're go- and they will tell you that it's Donald Trump's fault. All the ills of the world is Trump's fault. Uh, if you forgot to get gas yesterday, it's Trump's fault. I mean, that's, that's basically what we're having to deal with. And, and, and I, I really hope a lot of you are starting to catch on to this now because it's getting to be absolutely ridiculous. Um, but when you look at all the problems, I mean, you just sit back and ask yourself, do you really, 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 really think Donald Trump caused or had a, had a play in, in any of these past things, the debt, the spending problem, uh, high taxation, uh, bad trade deals, uh, a foreign policy that leads to ISIS blowing up, um, a foreign policy that allows North Korea to run rampant, a foreign policy that allows Iran not only to receive $100 billion but to yet continue to create a nuclear weapon and go after those kind of armaments. Um, do you seriously sit there and, and, and believe that um, and want to put that blame at the feet of Donald Trump? Um, but yet when we stand up and take out one of the t- worst terrorists in the world – and you don't want to give him credit for that. <laughs> I mean, you want to take up for the terrorists. I mean, just ask yourself why. Ask yourself what, what has gotten us to this point. Uh, ask us how we've gotten to this point. Um, ask yourself how have we gotten in the debt that we're in? How do we have the deficits that we have? Uh, how do we have such poor education? How do we have such a problem with universities? Um, how do we have a problem with with so many trade deals? How do we have so much foreign policy? Why is the Middle East a mess? Ask yourself all of these things, and then ask yourself, are you going to sit and put this at the feet of Trump? And if you do, and you really can't get, get beyond that, then, then you're just a socialist Democrat and Washington establishment sycophant. I mean, that's all I can say. You You have to be. But if you're anybody out there that can stop and, and, and put on the common sense hat for a moment, uh, put on the logical hat, and really, 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 really think about it, um, really think about who's responsible uh, for most of the crap going on in this country due to politics. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump didn't blow up our health care system. Donald Trump didn't invent Obamacare. Donald Trump didn't come up with this idea of death panels um, or asset life allocation or however they word it because they won't tell you it's a death panel. They just put some pretty words to it. Um, Donald Trump didn't do those things. Donald Trump didn't take over a third of the United States economy by seizing the healthcare industry. Uh, Donald Trump did not do these things. So if you are one of those that, 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 
was indulged this weekend like I was trying to watch lamestream media, you were told that, that, that all of this stuff is Donald Trump's fault. So lean in and just let me put this in perspective for you. Number one, socialist Bernie Sanders. Socialist Bernie Sanders has been in Washington, D.C. for 30 years. And before that, he was in state government. So Socialist Bernie Sanders has been in political office or some type of political of the political realm for over 30 years. You think he might have a little bit to blame about stuff going on? Number two. Indian, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to stop myself. Elizabeth Warren, Senator Elizabeth Warren. She has been in politics for 25 years. And you know what? A fun fact. Elizabeth Warren was a Republican who, before she was a progressive, wacko, socialist Democrat. <laughs> yes, folks. Elizabeth Warren was a Republican before she became a socialist, progressive Democrat. She has been in politics for 25 years plus. You think she's got a little bit of... Uh, maybe blame for some of the things going on joe biden quid pro quo joe this guy i mean come on man this guy has been in office for 45 years he has been a politician for 45 years and counting. Okay? Are, are you following this? Are you following? I am giving you the names of the most powerful Democrats in Washington, D.C. right now. I'm not done. Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi has been walking the halls of the political realm for 44 years. 44. Four years. You want more? Chuck Schumer. Chuck U. Schumer. Been in politics 40 years plus. 40 years plus. Let me recap so you can really, really understand this. Let me, I mean, just pull yourself in and get a grip on this. Bernie Sanders, over 30 years in government, well over 30 years, folks. I'm being nice to the guy. Elizabeth Warren, 25 years plus. Joe Biden, 45 years in public sector of politics. Nancy Pelosi, 44 years in politics. Chuck Schumer, 40 years plus in politics. That's Bernie Sanders over 30 years, Warren over 25 years, Biden over 45 years, Pelosi over 44 years, Chuck Schumer over 40 years, living off the public dull. Never in the private sector, folks, just in the on the public dull. Your hard sweat equity which allows you to make money to 
get taxed to oblivion by these career Washington swamp politicians. They make money because you send them that they have become millionaires because you vote for them and send them and let them stay in that party that's known as the Washington swamp. Now, do not get me wrong because I could talk about McConnell. I could talk about Lindsey Graham. I could talk about uh, Sass. I could talk about plenty of establishment Republicans who are in the same boat. And the sycophant establishment people married to the R just send them back year after year after year. But right now, because we have a Democrat party that seems to want to stand up and support a terrorist, a Democrat party who wants to stand with never Trumpers and say what a bad guy Trump is for killing a terrorist, a guy who killed American soldiers. So I'm going to point out the leaders of the Democrat party. And then let me make this note. Donald J. Trump. Three years, folks. Three years. He's been in politics all of three years. But I'm supposed to believe that all of the problems in Washington is because of Donald J. Trump. Washington's spending problem is because of Donald Trump. Washington, the Democrats just can't work with the establishment. The establishment Republicans just can't work with the Democrats because Donald Trump has been in politics for three years. Folks, get this through your sycophant head if you're so married to the Democrat Party or the establishment Republican Party, uh, if, if you're so married to the bureaucracy that is Washington, D.C., let it sink in. Bernie Sanders, well over 30 years, 30 years plus in, 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 in politics. Elizabeth Warren, 25 years and counting in politics. Joe Biden, 45 years in the Washington swamp. That is politics. Nancy Pelosi, 44 years plus in this swamp. Chuck Schumer, 40 years. Donald Trump, three. Three years this man's been a politician. He was nothing close to a politician before 2016. But yet, we're supposed to blame everything on Donald Trump. And why? Because he has the audacity to do what he campaigned on. You know, I say over and over, Donald Trump did not run as a Republican. Donald Trump ran as an American. Donald Trump's probably the first president since Ronald Reagan to run for president on behalf of the American people, on behalf of the citizens of this country. And the last thing he was thinking about was, I'm running as an R or a Republican. So do you get my folks, uh, my folks, do you get my point here, folks? Blaming Trump for all the ails in the world, not just for the problems in the United States, but for the whole world, is absolutely, positively the dumbest thing you could do. I just gave you an example of swamp creatures that are leading the Democrat Party, and I named for you some that are leading the establishment Republican Party. But they want to get together and pretend like oh, – we we don't we don't we didn't have anything to do with the spending in Washington. We didn't have anything to do with the wars going on across the country. We didn't have anything to do with the wars that that we've gotten the United States into or involved in. We had nothing to do with that. No, Mister Three Year Politician Trump. 
He is the problem. Yeah. Let that sink in, folks. You're listening to On Point with Vic, with uh, Victor. I am Victor, and this is America's Web Radio. We'll be right back. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. Yes, that is the sweet, sweet music of Pointless. Uh, <laughs> maybe we should have a little bit more. I know you guys are just thrilled to hear some <laughs> Pointless music. Um, and the band really is called Pointless. And when you hear me say Pointless music, I really mean the band. Um, okay, folks, welcome back to On Point with Victor. Um, we're going into the last segment here. And I want to take a second uh, to uh, mention... Uh, the uh, the patron uh, patron.com because you can become a patron of the on point with victor show and i want to first say thank you to to the uh, folks out there the li- the awesome listeners out there who have already signed up on patron.com uh it's just i can't thank you enough i just cannot from the bottom of my heart thank you enough um, so to you folks out there who have already done this, thank you so much. And for those out there who want to support the On Point with Victor show, you can do so by going to patron.com slash on point with Victor and you can become a, uh, a monthly supporter. And, and for those of you who have already done it, uh, don't worry. We're coming up. We're working on some awesome plans to come up with something that we can send your way, uh, because you have become a patron of the On Point with Victor show. So, um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And again, folks, patron.com slash on point with victor uh you can find it there the information there or you can go to america's mart dot um, <laughs> boy there was a slip you can go to america's web radio.com and those of i have former co-workers they were probably listening or probably laughing right now uh but you can go to america's web radio.com and find information there on the patron site for on uh, the uh, on point with Victor show, or you can email me Victor at America's Web Radio dot com. Victor at America's Web Radio dot com. You can also um, send me any kind of questions or anything that you have as well. 
Uh, you know, be part of the show. Uh, I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. And look, I'm I'm known as Radio Victor, so you can find me on Instagram. Find me on Facebook. Uh, well, on Facebook, it might just be Victor Armanderas, but find me, follow me, but follow me on Instagram, Radio Victor. Follow me on Twitter, Radio Victor. Um, so anyway, so let me let me go just follow up a little bit what, what the segment that we just did. Um, I, I easily pointed out the problem that we have right now, the problem, the biggest problem that we have in Washington is that we, the people, continue to send these people back. We have got to reach the point where we no longer allow these, whether you're Democrats or Republicans, to go up and make Washington a career. Do you know how awesome this country could be if we put an end to career politicians? And I know some of you are out there. Some of you are out there going, but Victor, 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 no one will pass term limits. Uh, no politician is going to pass a term limit. Well, you know what, ladies and gentlemen? No politician or not many. Now, you know, look, the, the Freedom Caucus is different. The Ted Cruz's that are up there are different. They would vote for a term limit uh, in a heartbeat. Um, they've all campaigned on it and they've all talked about it. Uh, but the, the swamp that is Washington, your today Democrat Party, your establishment Republicans, uh, those guys would never vote for term limits. But the sneaky thing is or, or the best news I could ever give you. We don't need a bill titled term limits because we have the ballot box. You, me, we the people just have to be willing to take the power that is ours. It is a constitutional power because of the way the founding fathers set up our republic. We are not a democracy. You will never hear the On Point with Victor show refer to this country as a democracy because we're not. We are a republic. We are a republic uh, by rule of law. We are a government of the people, by the people, for the people. So we have this awesome constitution that gives that power to we the people. So we must take back that power that is the ballot box. There is no reason that Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders. There's no reason these people should be up there for, for 40 plus years. There's no reason for Lindsey Graham and McConnell and, and some of these other establishment Republicans. There's no reason to leave them there. No, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to take the power back that we have. The greatest power on this planet to be able to march into a ballot to a poll station, pull the lever on the ballot box, and send someone in Washington home. Not by a protest. Not by firing a weapon. Nope. All we do is we go to the polling place and pull the lever for someone else other than the establishment that's sitting there now. So if you are in a district... And you've got a politician that you've been sending back year after year after year. It's time to send them home. It's time to retire them. Most of these politicians have made themselves multimillionaires off your back. You know, these politicians, a lot of them, you know, Bernie Sanders didn't have a dime to his name until he went into politics. And there's a lot of them like that, folks. There's a lot of them like that. So don't come to me and complain about big business. Don't complain to me about corporate this and corporate that. 
Your biggest or the biggest corporate problem we have in this country is Washington, D.C. That is where we ought to start going after. Uh, don't come to me and tell me that the CEO of some company, um, Apple or Amazon, don't come to me and tell me how much they're making. You know what? They put out one hell of a product, and you can't get your own mother out of your way fast enough so you can get to the store and go buy that new iPhone or that new Apple computer or that new uh, whatever it is you see on Amazon. You can't wait for the ease to pull out that smartphone and go to that uh, Amazon app and just click, click, click and order, order, order. So don't come to me and, and tell me I should be mad at some of these guys who are actually providing a product that people want the providing and fulfilling a need. Don't come to me and tell me to get mad at that, and then I'm not supposed to get mad at the biggest machine in the country, which is Washington, D.C., a machine that doesn't have to worry about competition, a machine that gets to have this little bubble around Washington and Virginia, northern Virginia, who never sees a recession. Folks, the people in Washington, D.C. never participate in, in, in a, a recession. Never. Half the laws that these bozos pass on you and me, they don't have to live by. Ladies and gentlemen, let me explain to you how bad this is. There's a slush fund that the Democrats and establishment Republicans have to pay off bad things. Let's just put it this way. They have a slush fund to pay off if someone accuses them of sexual harassment. If someone accuses them of misbehavior, they have a slush fund to pay these people or accusers off. Look it up. And where do they get that money? Washington, D.C. does not provide a product or a service for you. No, they seize every penny in Washington is seized from you, the individual. The only people that pay taxes and support. To support the mammoth that is Washington is the individual. The individual taxpayer funds everything that goes on up there in Washington. So take your power back. Stand with me, folks, and take your power of the ballot box back. If you're in a city like Baltimore, if you're in Detroit, if you're in New Orleans, if you're in the city of Atlanta, if you're in the, uh, San Francisco proper, if you're in L.A., some parts of L.A., especially, especially in these, when we're talking L.A. and San Francisco, but uh, if you're in parts of New York, if you are in these cities and you're wondering why you can't get ahead, and you're wondering why the same problem exists. You wonder why Baltimore is a freaking cesspool. You wonder why New Orleans is a cesspool. But then you turn around and you elect the same people over and over and over. And you send them to the state house. You send them the city government. You send them all the way to Washington over and over. Ladies and gentlemen, there's no Republican in Baltimore. There's no Republican in Detroit and running Detroit to the ground. There's no Republican in New Orleans. There's no Republican in San Francisco. There's no Republican in L.A. There's no Republican in the city of Atlanta that, that that's running, that's causing some of the issues that they're having. There, there's, there's no Republican in sight in almost all of the major cities in California. There's no Republicans in Manhattan. There's no – look, look, folks. Look at these cities that have the biggest problems 
and find me a Republican that's in office, whether it be on the city level, the state level, or the federal level. They're all run by Democrats. And, and today's Democrat Party, they're socialist Democrats. And if you're sitting there and you're voting for a – look, I don't care that the people of Brooklyn took out – and I'm going to forget his name, but he was a longstanding Democrat. They did retire him, which was a good thing. But then they replaced him with something worse, which was Ocasio-Cortez. You have got to have the courage to take your power back. And the way you take your power back is if you're sitting in a cesspool run by the Democrats, you've got to have the courage to send an independent or a Republican to office. You have to. You want to scare the crap out of a politician Send them home and retire them and put somebody in their place. And if you really, really, really want to send a message, you take a career Democrat and replace them with a Republican. And the same thing goes for the Republicans. When you look at Lindsey Graham and you look at McConnell and some of these other establishment Republicans, it is your duty as a – if you call yourself a Republican or an independent or whatever you call it, libertarian. It's your duty to send them home, send them packing. They need to be retired. We need to send some new blood that's willing to fight for freedom, liberty, and the security of this nation. Those are the people we need to send. And and again, let me get back to, to this because when you look at the cities that have the biggest problems in this country, they are not run by Republicans. Not even the establishment runs them. They're run by Democrats. If you want to see the greatest power that you hold as people, take out the the Democrat and replace them with a Republican or an independent freedom-minded. Not an independent who calls themselves an independent because they want to get elected and, and, and play footsies with the Democrats. No. If you're in a city that's being uh, run year after year after year by the Democrats and is being run in the ground, get together. Hold your nose if you have to and vote for a Republican. Find a candidate you can get behind that's running as an independent or a Republican or a conservative or a libertarian. Um, nothing wrong with the Libertarian Party for the most part. Um, find a candidate you can get behind. Toss out the career politician. Ladies and gentlemen, you will see a movement come over this country that you've never seen before. And you will see the power that you have. And this is going to take people who are active going and talking to their neighbor. You've got to get out and talk to your friends, your neighbors, and and even people you don't know because you've got to be willing to say, look, explain to them. You've been lied to for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. The Democrat Party comes into this city and tells you the same thing every two years, every four years, whatever they think you want to hear. But yet none of the problems get solved. You're still Baltimore the cesspool. You're still Detroit that has nobody buying homes. Uh, You're New Orleans that is a cesspool. You're San Francisco that has homeless people defecating on the roads. Uh, Needles, they're shooting up on the corner. You've got the same thing going on. Tent cities going up in L.A., You've got to stop voting for those type of Democrats. Take your power back. You've got the greatest power as an American citizen of anybody in the world or on the planet. All right, folks, let that sink in. Please think about that. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, We are at the end of the show, so we're going to uh, be back uh, next week. 
So make sure you tune in, and thank you again so much for being a patron. For those of you out there who have already done it, be sure to tune in to other shows here. Just check out America's Web Radio. But for now, I'm signing off. You've been listening to On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armendariz. We'll see you next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.